Good afternoon and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll look back on the 2022 Seed Summit, which wrapped up last week. Also, we'll talk more about the Ukraine-Russia situation and up first in today's country comments. Agriculture and the Classroom Manitoba Executive Director Sue Clayton will join us to talk about Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. March is Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month. Sue Clayton is Executive Director with Agriculture in the Classroom Manitoba. It's unbelievable. Once again, Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month is just um, has incredible student registration. So we're over 11,000 students in Manitoba that will be participating in it. And last year it was about 9,000. So every year we seem to grow by about 20% for this program. Um, there'll be volunteers that will be virtually presenting in classrooms, or not presenting, but really chatting to kids. Normally we're in classrooms in person. So the volunteers will be doing about a 20-minute uh, chat with students virtually and talking about how all of agriculture starts with a seed and whether it's to grow your, a crop or whether it's to feed their animals. And that, that's really the theme of, of Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month for us this year is all about seeds. So our kindergarten to grade two students are going to be receiving uh, a little mini grow kit. We're calling it a sprout head that they can grow some seeds in a cup, some microgreens, and there's going to be a book for the class and activities for them to do. And our grades three to six students are going to be receiving a Made in Manitoba seed kit, which we've been heavily fundraising for for the last year, and we're still fundraising for. It's a huge project, but it's going to be a beautiful seed kit that the teachers will get to keep in their classrooms as long as, uh, as well as books and um, activities for the students to do with the seed kit. So those are the activities in the books that are going to be happening this year, and then plus um, Agriculture in the Classroom Canada, the national organization, has planned a great Canadian farm tour where every province is doing a, a live tour of a certain type of farm. And in Manitoba on March 15th, we'll be at Walt Smith Seed Farm in Pilot Mound, Manitoba. And teachers and students from across Canada will be tuning in to learn all about the seed farm. But any Manitoba teachers can register for all the different farm tours happening across the country. Sue, just talk a little bit more about the importance, you know, every March being able to uh, to connect with students like this. It's just, it's so important because students are, I mean, our, like our our goal in agriculture in the classroom, Manitoba, is that we want all educators and students to be agriculturally literate. So that means that they understand and value the contribution of agriculture to society. And really when so many of us are, are disconnected from the farm. We're two, three, four generations removed from the farm. We don't understand how our food is grown or how it shows up on the grocery store shelves. Uh, one in eight jobs in Canada are directly linked to agriculture. It's a massive driver of our economy and a huge employer. And there's excellent jobs in the agriculture industry for students right out of high school or after they've had uh, university education. And so these are the kind of the messages that we're wanting to impart upon students so that they understand the importance of this industry in our province and, and in our country. And when we do it across the country like this, it's, it's really exciting. There's so many synergies and 
there's, I think, 30,000 students signed up for the Great Canadian Farm Tour so far. So it, it's a lot of fun, and it's some great educational value, and everything that we do is linked to curriculum for teachers, so they know if we do something in their classroom that it's, you know, it's marking off what Manitoba education needs them to be teaching the students too. And tell us a bit more about that farm tour, uh, what will be happening there, um, I guess that stop in Pilot Mound. Yeah, so on March 15th, I think our tour is at 11 a.m. It's all on on our website at www.aitc.mb.ca, and there's a, a link there that takes some uh, people to the national site. I certainly encourage people that homeschool to to check this out. So we'll be, one of my, my staff uh, members will be out at Walt's Farm and Pilot Mound, and so it'll be a live uh People will get a link and they'll be able to click in and it's a live tour. And Walt will be talking about everything that that he does and explaining to to the students what's involved in in um, in in this in the seed being a seed grower and the importance of seeds. And so I just I think it's going to be like really fun. We've already we've met Walt. He's going to be a, he's a really engaging person, and I think that that children would really get a lot out of hearing him talk about what he does for his job. That was Sue Clayton. She's the executive director with Agriculture in the Classroom, Manitoba. March is Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. Russia and the Ukraine are two countries that are critical to the world's agricultural supply and demand, especially when it comes to wheat and oilseed markets. The chief market analyst for FarmLink Grain Fox, Neil Townsend, says... We need to see a quick and peaceful resolution, noting that for right now, we're seeing a lot of volatility in the markets. To me, there's nothing that says certainty in the markets. We just don't know what they're going to be able to export over the last remaining months of this marketing year. We don't know what the situation is going to be for the next marketing year. He says from a Canadian perspective, that means any grains and oil seeds that we have that are unpriced have the potential to be much more valuable. And forward hog contract prices have been experiencing volatility. Tyler Fulton is with Ham's Marketing Services. Forward markets have seen kind of similar volatility as uh, as what a lot of other markets have been experiencing. The influence of the of the invasion in, in the Ukraine from Russia has really kind of thrown a lot of market factors up in the air, and there's just a ton of uncertainty associated with trade flows, less so related to you know, meat protein, but, you know, more so related to feed grains. And the federal government is investing over $960,000 for the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre to expand existing markets and develop new markets for Canadian barley and barley products. With this funding, through the Agri-Marketing Program, the Malting Barley Technical Centre will undertake marketing and promotional initiatives in major export markets and prospective countries. It'll also provide technical services to optimize the quality and performance of Canadian barley, as well as education and training to help customers gain acceptance of the unique qualities and special processing attributes of new malting barley varieties. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Ag Wire for Tuesday, March 1st. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today... Glenda Lee Allen Wassler chats with Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt. 
On the show today, Glendalee Allen Wasser talks with Saskatchewan's Agriculture Minister David Merritt about the war between Russia and the Ukraine and the potential impact for the agriculture sector. To begin with, David, let's start with the issue on everybody's mind these days, and that, of course, is the war with Russia and the Ukraine. Let's talk a little bit uh, about the impact it has, potentially, as, as far as agriculture is concerned. Obviously, we're hopeful that it doesn't go too long. Uh, our concern will be as if it drags out uh, into six or eight months, right? And uh, you've seen in the news where obviously imports are having trouble getting in and exports are having trouble getting out as well with at the ports. But, uh, you know, if it goes six or eight months, that's a growing season for us. Uh, and uh, Ukraine obviously is a big exporter of you know wheat and barley and uh, and other grains as well, and uh, it could have an impact on the industry to the tune of ten or fifteen million metric tons, uh, you know, in that time frame. And then obviously it will become an issue is where those companies were where, where, where they were getting that supply, where they're going to get it from. Then obviously there'd be transportation logistics. There's obviously going to be costs, and what's it going to do to the markets as well? So, obviously we're very concerned about it, as is everybody. And just to uh, you know, hopefully this doesn't take that long, but it's obviously not looking good. That being said, as you mentioned, Ukraine, large exporter of wheat, Ukraine has shut its ports. That, in a sense, is is good news. For Canadian farmers, I guess. Well, yeah, it is to some degree, I guess, but uh, it also has an impact on machinery exports out of here too. Uh, you know, we do a, a significant uh, uh, machinery part uh, business into Ukraine, so it's going to have an impact on that side of it too. So there is uh, that side that we're concerned about as well. But you're right. I mean, uh, does it have an impact? Uh, we're seeing it even in the market prices right now. You know, you look at what uh, some of the commodities are doing. So. Um, we're just hopeful that it doesn't last long and that we can come to you know, peaceful resolve here soon. But uh, like I say, we're concerned if it carries on six to eight months and what kind of impact is that going to have on the entire market. Because they export into the same markets that, you know, that we do too. So um, competition is good. So you know, hopefully we can come to resolve here. You know, obviously, you know, our premier's been very vocal about the support for the Ukrainian people and uh, and what we do to uh, you know help alleviate some of the concerns there. So that's you know that's where we're at. And just as I said, I just hope it comes to a quick resolve. And I uh, really hope and pray for the people of Ukraine. And uh, there's a there's an end to this soon. Moving back here to Saskatchewan to home, uh, of course. One of the issues that farmers are dealing with right now, we brought in one of the smallest crops we've we've seen because of the drought situation, but grain movement is a real challenge given the fact it's such a small crop. Yeah, yeah, it is, and that's and that's concerning for us. And obviously, you know, there was a big impact in BC with the flooding and the challenges around that. But even the whole logistic transportation system is is just seems to be bottlenecked and backed up for obvious reasons or reasons that uh, you know containers are moving but the bulk product is just having challenges around that as well so yeah you know we watch those numbers closely uh, both from both railways we kind of get a you know bi-weekly update on it and concerned about the numbers and uh, hopefully you know you know just today there's trains moving so hopefully we continue to see some improvement on that I know there was some cold weather that really did always does play an impact with the railways as as they've told us in the past so hopefully we'll see an improvement in moving because they haven't done a very good job in the past few months they really haven't 
hopefully we see an improvement in soil moisture conditions. Uh, of course, some areas of the province seeing some snow, other areas still desperately needing some moisture. Yeah, you know, I, <coughs> I came in from Assiniboia, there's not much snow at all. Uh, there's just to say there's a skiff of snow on, out there is what there is. And, uh, you know, south of Swift Current, there's a little more just south here. But um, yeah, for the most part, the province is sitting, you know, fairly good for moisture. You get uh, virtually everything north of number one and over to the east side, and uh, you know they're sitting with three, four feet of snow on the level, so they're they're sitting okay. But we could sure use a good one here. Usually, we usually get snow, you know, April, March, April, even into May, we'll get a good snowstorm down here. But yeah, it's concerning for us the the moisture level, and hopefully. We see some. I was really hoping to see some good snow cover for, for the runoff side, especially for the cattle industry. You know, the grain guys, if we get some snow and we get some timely rains, we're, we're okay. But I'm concerned about the cattle guys and, and the, filling the dugouts and the pastures. That's Saskatchewan's Agriculture Minister, David Merritt. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The WLB Farmgate Online Cemental Bull Sale is happening March 6th. You can view the bull sale catalog videos and register to bid online at farmgatetimedauctions.ca. Bulls can also be viewed on farm at your convenience. For more information, call Bill at 204-729-7925. Farm Credit Canada presents the Women Entrepreneur Summit in a virtual setting March 8th. Visit the FCC website for details. And Marmac Farms and Guest Bull Sale is scheduled for March 9th at the farm near Brandon. Sale gets underway at 1 p.m. Visit marmacfarms.net for details. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Tuesday afternoon, the 2022 Seed Summit wrapped up last week. Gunter Johem is president of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers. He gave the closing address. On behalf of the summit's partners, organizations, I would like to thank you all for coming together as seed and agricultural sector colleagues on this very important issue. Uh, it, it was really amazing over the past three summit sessions, the amount of engagement. Uh, when the wheat growers were approached to be a partner in the seed summit, honestly, we had no idea what the summit was about or what the seed regulation modernization entails. And, and I believe most farmers across Canada have no idea either. After a bit of research, we quickly realized the opportunity to be one of many voices to aid this important process. It has been more than 30 years since the last seed regulation update, and a lot has changed, and lots will change going forward. It's imperative to hear from all stakeholders before CFIA makes those changes. Showing up like this is what it takes to develop a seed system that works for us all. Everyone may not be on the same page, but we need to come together to explore options and solutions. We encourage everyone to engage in the SRM process and to keep these discussions going. The Seed Summit's intention was to bring together the value chain from the seed sector to producer to end user to raise awareness about the seed regulatory modernization with the various segments impacted and provide additional inputs to the process. And as it was heard report 
will be available summarizing the three sessions of the summit. And all the session recordings will continue to be available on the summit platform at www.seedsummit.ca. Again, thank you all for your thoughtful input and engagement. That was Gunter Joachim, president of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers, speaking last week during the final session of the 2022 Seed Summit. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. There's a growing concern with Russia's war on the Ukraine. Neil Townsend, chief market analyst for FarmLink GrainFox, notes the two countries are major agricultural exporters, adding when it comes to the markets, there's a lot of uncertainty and volatility. If you feel like uh, you're worried about, you know, things changing dramatically up or down, I mean, There's nothing wrong with taking some risk off the table, too, and just, you know, making a sale or making something so that, you know, you can go about your business. U.S. cash prices for hogs are experiencing uncertainty. Tyler Fulton is with Ham's Marketing Services. Some uncertainty there. I think the one of the driving factors of the market is just the degree to which the supply has shrunk in the U.S. compared to last year. Our year-to-date hog slaughter in the, in the United States is down about 8%, which is a very large number, in particular for the first quarter of 2022. Teamsters union members who work for CP Rail have voted in favour of strike action. The Teamsters Canada Rail Conference says there were over 3,000 ballots sent out to the membership, with 96.7% voting in favour of strike action if necessary. The union says it will continue to participate in the mediation process with planned dates of March 11th to March 16th. And yesterday, Minister of Agriculture and Agri-Food Marie-Claude Bebo announced an investment of up to $3.7 million to enhance the Youth Employment and Skills Program and support approximately 300 jobs for youth in the agriculture sector. The YESP aims to support agri-food employers and provide young Canadians between the ages of 15 and 30 with job experience in agriculture that could lead to a career working in the sector. Applications are now open for a limited time. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have details from the Canadian Federation of Agriculture annual general meeting. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.